I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Phil Matteras, Chief Executive Officer of rdrive.io. Let's start at the very beginning, Phil. What does rdrive do? What are you offering the world? So rdrive is an intuitive, easy-to-use application that lets you upload, download, and share your public or private files on a blockchain. Um, the blockchain that we use as a decentralized storage network called Arweave. And the great thing about it is you're only paying to store your data versus never-ending monthly subscriptions. So once the data has been uploaded to our drive, it's secured by this network of nodes. The data is spread around the world and it's censorship resistant, right? Nobody can delete this data unless you manage to convince, you know, the thousands of miners to go and delete it off their computers. Oh, and by the way, they're heavily incentivized by the Rweave token to never delete any of that data that they're storing. So we think it's a really great uh, combination that gives users a choice when picking, you know, temporary storage platforms, Dropbox, for example, um, or these new platforms now that exist in this Web3 world. Talking about the way the platforms exist and the immutability of the data and the fact that it's there and it's secure and also it's not a subscription service, it's a a one-off payment. This is something that is going to be significantly of use to people in commercial transactions. I'm thinking of non-fungible tokens and the metaverse. How do you work there? We try to make it really easy for those artists or those creators to utilize this blockchain. Right. So our applications are very intuitive. Um, For example, our web app, you don't have to know anything about the Rweave blockchain to utilize it. You can just upload your NFT assets. Maybe they're pictures, maybe it's music, maybe it's videos, maybe it's a whole video game. That data and its and or its metadata are now securely stored on the Rweave blockchain. And then you can reference that data on any other platform you'd like whether it's Solana, Ethereum, Flow blockchain. Basically, they're just referencing that data that's stored immutably on our drive. So, you know, this is this is pretty powerful because now the recipients or the purchasers of those NFTs don't have to worry about paying the monthly subscription. They don't have to worry about their, you know, their nice avatar image going away because the creator of the NFT stopped paying for the server or, or anything like that. This has got to be something that is going to boost non-fungible tokens. But we were talking about this earlier, and you said you didn't see NFTs coming. Yeah, so the original and our current mission for our drive is to get permanent storage in the hands of everyone around the world. So, you know, when I started our drive in, in the summer of 2020, I didn't have in mind like, oh, it's going to be the de facto platform for the metaverse. That's great. And sure, maybe the whole world ends up in as metaverse users, but we really feel that there's lots of data out there, not just, you know, tokenized data that could benefit from permanent storage. I know I have a lot of family photos, videos of my daughter that I would love to pass along, right? I know businesses have really longstanding records that they would look to store for really long periods of time. Um, So I think there's other uh, use cases for permanent storage outside of NFTs and, and metaverse, but, you know, that wave started last year. And, and of course, censorship-resistant permanent storage has been a really awesome fit uh, for those kinds of assets as well. Well, you talked uh, about your personal archive. You also mentioned a business archive. What are the other business uses? We're just about to release a, a partnership that we have with a leading UK tax and accounting firm. Their mission is to provide awesome Web3 native 
tax and accounting services to NFT artists, Web3 businesses, cryptocurrency traders. They're actually looking to take their technology stack and move it away from things like Microsoft 365 to our drive. So for example, they're going to be using our drive for their own internal documentation, as well as sharing documentation with their customers and clients. They're trying to preach this whole Web3 mantra, and it only makes sense for them and their customers to use Web3 tools like our drive. So I think that's really exciting to start to see that, and we hope to only get more B2B and enterprise growth in the future. This is what blockchain is all about, though, isn't it? I think part of it is providing different tools for businesses. I know personally, you know, I think blockchain is all about taking control of your own stuff, you know, your own stuff in quotes, whether that's your finances, in this case, it's your data. But yeah, you know, we think it's it's a very powerful solution and gives enterprises another tool in the toolbox for storing and, and retrieving their own or, or customer data. Well, you mentioned that you've got this tax firm in the UK that you're about to do a deal with. You've talked about personal archives. What else can you do? Yeah, so another really cool use case that we're just starting to scratch you know, the, the, the surface with. But you could host entire web applications or websites on our drive as well. Let's say you're a small business and you know, you're paying for this WordPress site. You can actually archive all of those assets. You can create what's called an Rweave manifest which is a way of kind of linking all those assets together so you can then reference them permanently from Arweave. So, you know, paying for those hosting costs uh, that you were doing before or worrying about censorship resistance or worrying about the uptime of that site, you know, we're trying to make all of those things a thing of the past. Uh, and R-Drive makes it really easy to do that, to just upload all of your assets, click a button, and now the whole thing is hosted as a website. Um, so we've seen, you know, nonprofits leverage that. We've seen uh, some really interesting NFT artists create, you know, permanent websites uh, hosted on our drive. Um, and I think that's another example of like, we don't know where that's going to go. There's so many ways you can, can mix that up and create uh, new unique solutions. We're just really excited to, to see that happen. And of course, support anyone looking to use uh, that kind of technology. It's interesting you say that you don't know necessarily where that's going to go. I've had conversations with people before about the journey that we're on in terms of technology and the term in terms of how that technology specifically affects your finances. We're going somewhere in a hurry, but we're not quite sure where. Do yeah. you have a clear idea of where you're heading? We're trying to provide a decentralized solution that's run and operated by the community. You know, we're not trying to just become another big Silicon Valley giant, but now, oh, your data is stored on this decentralized blockchain. Um, so we're trying to also operate a little bit differently. Um, that's why we have a DAO that you know tries to govern what we do with our drive. Where we're headed is, again, to make it really easy for anyone to use. So right now, you can't use a mobile app, for example, to upload, download, and share your data through our drive. So that's something we're also looking at. You know, you mentioned finances. It's still difficult to pay for storage through our drive, you need to pay with the native token for the Arweave network, the AR token. Um, so that's a challenge for a lot of users as well. You know, a lot of people don't necessarily want to deal with a cryptocurrency or, or a token like that when they're just after the utility of permanent storage. So we're trying to, you know, cross that chasm as well and make it easier again for anyone to just leverage this kind of service and pay with your credit card, for example. Well, that would make the service much more easy for people to accept. 
all to access, surely. Absolutely. Everyone has, well, most people have a credit card uh, in their pocket. And, you know, while we try to educate all of our users around wallets and private keys and cryptocurrencies and blockchain, you know, we spend a lot of time on that kind of information. You know, our website has a whole tech 101 that you can learn from the ground up on what blockchains are. We really feel that permanent storage you know, sure, it's a blockchain, but it, it can exist outside of, of that financial aspect. There shouldn't be any reason why you can't just come in and say, hey, I have 50 gigs of data that I want to access now and 100 years from now. I just want to buy that with my credit card, upload that data, you know, over the next few weeks and then have that so I can pass on to whoever wants to access it in the future. We're back to the idea of the, the personal archive, the public archive, the corporate archive. Yeah, I think that's you know what the network was made for. Really, really long-term storage, at least 200 years. Uh, and that's because when you pay for data through our drive, sure, you're paying a little bit for the miners to accept that data, to store it. But most of the funds that you're spending when you upload to our drive or anything on our weave goes to what's called this endowment. And that is something that's actually controlled by the our weave protocol itself. And it pays for the storage of your data for at least you know, the next 200 years. And that's something that the, the core Arweave team has worked out. You know, we didn't develop the Arweave blockchain itself. We're, we're merely consumers and, and stewards of it, right? But this endowment is what covers the cost of that data. And you figure it's all based around the declining cost of hard drive space. Hard drives are a little different than CPUs, right? CPUs are kind of, you know, they're starting to back up against Moore's law. You know, you can only fit so many transistors on a you know, on a little die, but hard drives still have a lot of room to grow. You know, you look at all the research around it, the declining cost of storage, I believe is around 30%, you know, year over year. Uh, and there's no signs of that stopping. So this RWE protocol seeks to take advantage of that and uses this endowment that pays for the storage of your data for really, really long periods of time and ensures that the miners, the ones storing it are always incentivized to keep it on their servers. Well, all I can say is if I'm still around in 200 years' time to access my personal archive, I should be very impressed. <laughs> yeah, right? Runs up, <laughs> runs up against other issues than the security and immutability of the data. I think it runs up against the issue of the security and immutability of my feeble body. We'll say thank you very much to Phil Matteras, Chief Executive Officer of ourdrive.io.